Let's get up close today at 8.46 on the situation in the United States and how that affects us here in South Korea. We're talking particularly about the Trump White House, whether it's in crisis, uh, the I-word impeachment that we've heard so much about here in South Korea. Could it also become all the rage in the U.S.? It's certainly already being mentioned. Professor Jung Hwang of Hanguk University of Foreign Studies Law School is here in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Um, so, yeah, what's your thought? Can you see this Trump presidency ending prematurely? Well, basically, it's hard to see what next day brings in for the current uh, Trump administration. So I think to really guess what's going to happen, say, six months down the line, I think it's really premature. I mean, look at all the news that we've had in the past 100 days of Trump administration. It's just been staggering. And now I think game has changed. Uh, you, know, you talked about in the previous segment of appointment of Robert Mueller as mm. special counsel for the Russian investigation. I think that has changed the game. In the past, with a special counsel hover, hovering, the White House usually acts in a very timid man manner because all the staff members sort of get into this cover your ass mode, where you know they're really careful about what you do, what you do, and especially if you're, you know, if you have some skeletons in the closet, you're going to be running incredibly scared. And I think that's what's going to happen in the Trump White House from now on. Yeah, well, that's what common sense would dictate. But Donald Trump so far seems to be. Uh, absolutely fighting fire with fire. Uh, if he's the one surrounded with the flames, it might not be the best strategy, but he, it's ever since day one, he must have known he was going to come under scrutiny and he doesn't seem to have tried to avoid it. I mean, the key thing is that not only is he playing with fire, he's the main arsonist, actually, because the latest scandal all kind of broke loose because he fired FBI Director James Comey on May 9th, and it kind of, you know, unraveled after that. And if you really think about it, it you know, it's, a, it's not a crisis that was imposed from outside. It's sort of self-imposed uh, crisis, which that, you know, Trump thought that firing Comey was a good idea. He thought that he might actually get Democrats to support but it turned out to be, you know, incredibly dumb move in, in retrospect. And the, if you think about it, and this probably is a nice segue to think about how what it means for South Korea, if. Trump is and and his aides are sort of uh, kind of creating their own crisis with no external crisis kind of affecting them. How are they going to deal with you know real crisis when you know something in Iran erupts or something in North Korea erupts or something in Middle East ISIS or some kind of terrorist attacks? I mean, God forbid. I mean, this administration is just you know just shaking under its own uh, own crisis of its own making. But whatever happens, he'll still be in office next month, one would think. And uh, that's when Moon Jae-in is set to visit Washington. So exactly. I guess he'll do what all the other leaders have done, smile, shake hands. Yeah, I mean, the photo ops will go on, but you, know, you have to think about what kind of political mandate that Trump will have. And basically, the latest news coming out of the, the Congress is the U.S. Congress has kind of given up kind of having any kind of big legislative agendas going forward. So it seems like we are almost looking at, you know, emergence of the Trump lame duck periods beginning basically now. So, you know, he's been talking a lot about, you know, renegotiating Korea, U.S. FTA, having South Korea bear more of the military spending and so forth. Well, will it have the political capital to actually think about South Korean issues at all. I mean, that, I think that's going to be a big question for South Korea. But from South Korea's perspective, there's there's no um, negative side, really, of trying to be close to the Trump administration. Wh whatever follows, whether it happens in the natural course of events or not, uh, 
that's just what we're expected to do here, to try to maintain this alliance. Well, in some sense, I suppose this is a good thing because one thing that Trump has proven to be is very unpredictable and it's, it is hard to do, you know, set your diplomatic and national security policy when, you know, your closest ally has a very unpredictable leader. And now with Trump under trouble, maybe he has, you know, less latitude to, you know, do unpredictable things. So he might actually provide for more uh, predictability. However, I guess one concern that I might have is, you know, so-called whack the dog theory. If Trump gets really, really cornered, might he actually, you know, venture out some kind of military operations, you know, God forbid, something against North Korea? And if I go back to some historical example, back in 1998, right after uh, Bill Clinton uh, testified about the Monica Lewinsky affair, about three days afterwards, he actually bombed a few Al-Qaeda bases and a Sudanese chemical factory. Now, the evidence afterwards doesn't suggest that there's any connection between Monica Lewinsky scandal and the decision to bomb. But at that time, people were talking about, hey, this is a wag the dog. You know, Bill Clinton is trying to de- divert people's attention. Exactly. Would the Donald Trump try to do that? I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, actually. And, and certainly there would be no bigger smokescreen, really, than North Korea. Exactly. And, you know, he has already uh, launched missile attacks against Syria after the uh, Syria's chemical attacks. And if North Korea fires another missiles or tests another nuclear weapon, you know, which gives con- a pretext for Trump to do something adventurous, who knows? I mean, it would be a you know, nice pretext for him to sort of cover up the ongoing Russian scandal. Well, it, it may or may not be enough to prevent such a theory, but... Again, Again, there's no harm in South Korea just trying to stay close to that administration. What would be a mistake would be to have the appearance of distance and, and be out of that loop further. Definitely. But at the same time, I think South Korea will really need to pay close attention to the political machinations that are going on in Washington, D.C. Because, you know, you, you could try to work out some deal with Trump administration. And next thing you know, is that it has zero political capital on, on with Congress and might not really go forward. Then which means that South Korea will have to start over again. So I think, you know, you know it really does put South Korean uh, decision makers in the, the, the diplomatic circles and national security circles in a really tight bind right now. But, but if you can reach a deal with Trump, surely you can reach a deal with Congress. You've got a few more sensible heads there who value this relationship. Well, with Trump in uh, in trouble, I think what we are seeing is fracturing of the Republican Party a little bit. I mean, already there are different, uh, differing uh, response to the latest scandals. There are really hardcore Republicans who are saying that this is all made-up stories, fake stories made up by the liberal mainstream media. Mm. On the other hand, you know, I think the leadership has definitely taken a step back. You don't see Paul Ryan really coming to Trump's defense or Mitch McConnell coming to uh, Trump's defense with the latest revelations. So I think we're going to see, you know, very, very, uh, you know, Republican Congress being, you know, disarray as well. And, I mean, one other consideration here, of course, is Moon Jae-in, he has to be friendly, but he also has to take a stand if Donald Trump does continue to push forward on what you mentioned before, the the paying for third missile defense, for example. That is a a non-negotiable one would hope, from Moon Jae-in's point of view. Well, we'll have to go forward, but at the same time, you know, our big unknown is how, what the negotiation with China is going to be, and I think Moon Jae-in will really have to walk a fine line between China and U.S., and depending on what North Korea does, you know, maybe Moon Jae-in has to go even, you know, more, uh, you know, more aggressive stance and saying that, hey, not only do we need a THAAD right now, but maybe South Korea needs to purchase its own THAAD. There could be a circumstance under where that might make sense, so you know, we'll have to see. I mean, there are a lot of variables in this situation. Mm.
purchasing our own thad? Will China trust us more with that uh, technology? Definitely not. But you know, <laughs> at the same time, you know, to do we really yeah, give in to all the China, China China's demands? Wow. That's also a whole different story too. So it's not an easy decision to make. Well, at a time when they're saying relations are thawing with China. Um, then obviously we don't want to shake the apple cart too much. It is a very delicate situation. Coming back, of course, to Donald Trump's future, historically low approval ratings. There's a comparison there with Park and Hay. We saw her approval ratings plummet uh, months before she was right. impeached. But uh, a major difference would be that Park and Hay had the National Assembly against her. Will there be sufficient numbers in the U.S. willing to impeach Trump? Probably not, unless some really big smoke, uh, uh, smoking gun emergencies from the special counsel's investigation. In Pakunas' case, it did uh, from the media's uh, investigative reports. I, I think that uh, Trump's core supporters, which is about thirty-five percent of the voting public, I think will stick with Trump. They really don't believe anything that the, me- the mainstream media tells them. They only listen to you know Fox News and so forth. So I think you know Trump can count on that, which means the more conservative Republicans will stick with him. At least they wouldn't abandon him really quickly. So I think this will drag on, but certainly his political capital will suffer as a result. And this is all presuming there would be impeachable charges. Um, although, as we've seen the process play out here in South Korea, just because there are charges on the table doesn't mean that uh, you'd then be found guilty. And whatever happens, it seems like this would drag on for a considerable period of time. The fact, though, that we're even talking about this now, <laughs> Professor Huang, raises the possibility that it could happen at some point during this time. Oh, absolutely. And remember, you know, Donald Trump has been the U.S. president just for 100 days. Exactly. So it's happening incredibly fast. Well, thank you. Again, up close this morning with Professor Zhang Huang. Thanks very much.